Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut Tuesday, May 24th edition of the program. We got the Biden team wanting to declare victory over baby formula shortages or at least get a pat on the back for helping a little bit with it. Oh, gosh, they're so amazing. We should all be... So very impressed. Plus, Decision Day, Georgia, big primary underway there. A lot of political analysis to be done as to whether this is about the Trump endorsement component of all this. Who's going to win? Who's not? We got a lot of stuff to discuss there. And then also some really uh, emotional words this morning on Fox News from the sister of the man who was uh, just senselessly, viciously murdered on New York City subway, uh, the city of New York and many other cities run by Democrats needs to get its act together on crime right now. Uh, we'll talk a bit about that coming up here in a second. But I, I am a real estate investor, and I'd never done this before, but I knew that this was a good long-term plan to build for my retirement, to figure out how I could build some financial stability for myself over the long run by making smart, long-term plays in the real estate market. I didn't know anything about real estate investing, and then I met my friends at Done For Your Real Estate. They helped me find an amazing property in a great, growing market, and they put me in touch with a team that actually showed me the property. All you know, It's amazing with technology. You do this through Zoom. They'll, they'll show you the house. They'll show you all the different specs, market trends, long-term projections for how much cash you put in, how much cash you get out. And you learn about real estate investing too, which I just love. So 
I work with these guys uh, constantly, personally. I mean, I'm buying multiple houses. I'm building a real estate portfolio through my friends at Done For You Real Estate. You should check it out. Go to doneforyoubuck.com to see how this works. That's doneforyoubuck.com. Just go to that website again. Check it out. Doneforyoubuck.com. So the Biden team... Uh, the Biden team is having a rough one. Everyone's looking at this and saying, where are the, where are the upsides here? Where's the victory uh, issue? What is the thing that they've done a good job on? And the answer is there isn't really one. And here you have Kamala Harris. They finally are flying plane loads of baby formula, uh, flying plane loads of baby formula into the United States from Europe, because apparently America can't feed its own babies right now because of supply chain issues. The FDA and federal regulators make those supply chain issues worse. Here is Kamala Harris talking about the 70,000 pounds of specialty baby formula they just flew in on a military plane. The first military plane landed yesterday with more than 70,000 pounds of specialty formula, and the second will arrive later this week. Uh, I know this is a scary situation, for our parents and the caregivers who are taking care of these babies. Um, Our administration is working around the clock to ensure that there is enough safe baby formula available for all who need it, and it is truly one of our highest priorities. Working around the clock, they got Kamala speaking about it. Is Kamala the baby formula czar now? Because she's definitely not the border czar anymore. That didn't go so well. Kamala Harris's idea of being the border czar was don't go to the U.S.-Mexico border, our border. Fly to Central America to sit around and have some conference with Central American countries, say some talking points. Talk about root causes. Maybe you'll limit illegal immigration in the United States from Central America as well as South America as well as the rest of the world coming up through Mexico, you know, in 10 or 20 years. That was what our border czar wanted to do. So now I guess maybe de facto baby formulas are. That doesn't make me feel good about the situation. That doesn't make me think they're going to be able to deal with this very well at all. But just remind yourself that a few weeks ago, they were trying to tell you the baby formula shortage wasn't something that they needed to handle, meaning the government. You know, it's just a thing that's happening. Sorry, this is the situation. And yet... Now they're saying, oh, we're on it around the clock. Well, hold on. I thought they told us that it wasn't your fault, wasn't your problem. Oh, it turns out the American people are suffering so much from the ineptitude of the people in charge. They're suffering so clearly that there are some real political consequences. That is where we are. That is the situation. That is the circumstance that we are going through. I mean, they're even having to make jokes about how horrible it is over on the... Uh, Colbert show that America has to get its baby formula from Europe and there's some other stuff out there too right now to help relieve the country's ongoing formula shortage on Sunday the US military airlifted baby formula from Europe that is a shocking headline the United States the land of the free and home of unlimited breadsticks has been forced to airlift formula from Europe because we can't feed our babies If I told you five years ago this was happening, you'd say, that's got to be the worst news of the day. And then I would tell you about genital monkeypox. 
things are bad right now in a lot of ways in the country. You know, yeah, you can live your day-to-day life and things are kind of okay and you got your own problems, right? But in terms of what government is working on, trying to control, involved in, the Biden team is, a, is a, just a, squ- a squad of clowns. Joe Biden has bad ideas for whatever ideas he actually has that aren't just being put in his head by the people around him. And this is all so obvious, isn't it? This is all so predictable. Joe Biden's not good at the job. The people around him are unserious libs, emotionally crippled libs, people that just are, are overtaken at the first sense of, oh, my gosh, wait, you mean that I'm, I'm not as smart as I think I am? You mean that Fauci isn't our savior? This is what we are up against. This is what we are dealing with. You know, I'm finding out I'm, I'm leaving the country for the first time just to go away for a weekend and trying to go to a, you know, go to a beach for the weekend. Uh, and I found out that I've got to take a test a COVID test to get back into America. So I, I, I guess presumably if, if I fail some COVID test, I'm barred from reentering my own country. There's 100,000 positive cases a day in the U.S., which it's probably more like four or 500,000 actual cases a day. I mean, they're catching officially 100,000 cases, but they're going to stop me, a U.S. citizen coming in while about 10,000 illegals pile into the country every day, you know, some are tested, a lot aren't, who cares? They let the, even if they're, by the way, even if they test and they fall into certain categories of the border, if they're part of a family unit, they've got, an, they've got minors rather with them or an unaccompanied minor, they let them into the country. So if you're an illegal, you get to come into America regardless of their COVID situation because, you know, Democrats, we're, we're the people who care. Yeah, right. And me, I'm an American citizen, born here, raised here, lived here my whole life, been a citizen, and sure enough, I'd always been a citizen, and sure enough, I could be told, yeah, no, you might have to wait, you know, 14 days to come back to the country. Wait, what? Is that, is that really? Where, oh, no, it's not 14 days. I guess now it's, nine, now it's five days, I guess. I, whatever it is. It's so stupid. It is now a cold, or, the, or they have to admit the vaccines just don't work at all. Right? It's, it's really one or the other works for two months when you're talking about a vaccine is that doesn't that doesn't cut it folks okay i have two months of protection that doesn't cut it i noticed even colbert talked about the monkeypox uh, situation monkeypox is kind of like herpes like you get it from touching someone's skin being real close to them for a lot of us we're not worried about monkeypox i don't know what else to say but the media is all terrified about this oh my gosh it's, I mean, it sounds scary. Anything pox, obviously, sounds scary because of smallpox and what it did in this country for a very long time. But, you know, folks, there's not a single thing the Biden regime can point to and say, we are making your life better because of the following. I mean, they might say that, but they never have actual results to point to where it's true. Think of how vicious they were just in the last year on the issue of uh, covid vaccine mandates firing people firing people now we know you got to keep getting the shot and keep getting the shot and keep getting the shot even if you get the shot you might lose your protection and you could die anyway even after you get the vaccine that's what's happening even fauci's having to admit yeah it's not as good as we thought it was going to be the whole thing yeah it turns out yeah, what a shock but I, I bring this up i'm not doing this i'm not talking to you about this because I, I want everyone to think oh but we are so you know we're all screwed and what are we going to do No, it's because I need everybody to remember what's really going on so that to the greatest possible degree, people show up and vote and crush these stupid libs and take away their power 
in the midterm election. That's what has to happen. You want a brighter, sunny day? It can be a whole lot brighter, brighter and sunnier starting right around January of next year when all of a sudden there's no more Democrat legislation that's going to get passed because the Republicans have the Senate and the House. And now Joe Biden is an ineffectual, lame duck, a de facto lame duck president with no political capital to spend. That's where we want to be. That will be a better day for the country, a better day for all of us. My friends, fortune favors the bold, the strong, the brave. For your business to break out of anything holding you back, you need business checking as brave as you are. Introducing Novo Business Checking. Novo is powerfully simple business checking. And unlike the traditional banking model, Novo has no minimum balances, no transaction limits, and no hidden fees. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business to save you time and free up cash flow with seamless integration to Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks Online, and more. Sign up for Novo for free and join the community of over 150,000 fearless small businesses who found the customizable business checking solution that admires their brave. Sign up for your free business checking account right now at novo.co slash buck. Listeners get access to over $5,000 in perks and discounts. Go to Novo. N-O-V-O dot C-O slash buck to sign up for free. That's Novo dot C-O slash buck. Novo Platform Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, F-A, member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. Stacey Abrams wants to be the governor of Georgia, but apparently she doesn't like Georgia very much. The audio on this is not great, but I thought you should hear this. Here is the fake governor of Georgia on her home state. When you're number one for maternal mortality, when you have an incarceration rate that's on the rise and wages that are on the decline, then you're not the number one place to do to live. Oh, sorry. That actually was pretty good audio, but that's a different thing. She said that Georgia was like the worst state on some bad audio. Now she's saying it's not the number one place to live. She's trying to convince this is classic stuff. I mean, this is the old Marxist tactics of create as much as much misery as possible. The more misery and chaos you can convince people is underway, the more radical they're willing to be in the solutions uh, that, that you offer up. But is Georgia miserable? No, Georgia's a, Georgia's a great state. What is she even talking about? I mean, the country's got problems. I talked to you about those problems, but Georgia's not in bad shape as a state. So why, you know, not any more so than a lot of other states around it. So why is she trashing her own home state? Because it comes from a place of... Uh, Marxists, uh, community organizers, activists, they come from this place of negativity always and at all times when they don't have power. And the only way to solve anything is to give them more power. Negativity at all times until they are the ones that get to call the shots. And then when you say, hold on a second, are the results actually any better? Um, doesn't They say, shut up. They don't care. The whole point is that they get to be in charge. Here is Stacey Abrams trying to say that she inartfully delivered the statement that Georgia isn't the number one place. I think it was an artfully delivered. Uh, My point was a point that I've made many times. And my passion in making this point is important because we are listening to Brian Kemp give give narrative about a record that does not reflect reality. And so my point is 
well-intended, which is that for so many Georgians, this is not the number one place to be, but we have the capacity for greatness. And if people didn't slice the pieces they like and actually listen to my entire narrative, my point is that I want more for Georgia. I believe in our greatness. I moved here the first time because my parents brought me. I came back the second time because this is where I want to live. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not, uh, not thinking that it was inartfully said. I think if, if Georgia doesn't elect her as governor, she thinks it's kind of a crappy state. <laughs> I think that's what she really believes. And in the meantime, we've got a bunch of Republicans who are facing off against each other. We've got David Perdue, Georgia's current governor, Brian Kemp. you got Senate candidate Herschel Walker in the mix. you got a lot of folks battling it out in Georgia today. May the best, may the best man or woman win depending on the race we're talking about. That's how I feel about it. I want, primaries are important. Let, let people fight it out. Let the voters decide. Let people fight it out on our side. You know, as long as everyone's obeying the law and we've got a system in place that can let the people's voice be heard, I say I say, go for it. There's something that, that happened this morning. Um, I was watching uh, this, this woman who is the sister um, of the uh, man who was shot on the subway on Sunday in New York city. And it's this, this one has really, um, really just hit home with a lot of folks because this is a guy who was shot on a subway train in New York city. Um, less than two months after a guy shot 10 people, which of course the media doesn't talk about that shooting anymore. 10 people on a train in another part of the city and this guy was a 48-year-old victim shot in the chest riding a northbound Q train, pulling into the Canal Street station in Lower Manhattan. I, I know this station. I know this train well. I've been on it by, you know, dozens, if not hundreds of times. And this guy just, he just murdered somebody. He just murdered this man. And it turns out he's been arrested many, many times. The, the suspected, the alleged shooter here, arrested many, many times. And should not have been walking the streets, and he was. And here is the sister, Griselda Vile. Uh, she was on Fox with Dana Prino, and it was emotional, but you need, you need to hear this. It's been almost a year since I witnessed a shooting in my own neighborhood, and cooperating with the police, I had the opportunity to see people who've been arrested and convicted in my neighborhood. And I asked the police officer, it looks like the same person. And he said, it is. They keep committing crimes and they keep returning to the same neighborhood and they're violent and they're aggressive. And so after everything was said and done, when I went to the police at the precinct, they said he's already out. Mm -hmm. So the man who, who shot somebody in public at 2.30 in the afternoon by 11 o'clock was free to go in the New York streets in my neighborhood. And that's just the reality of life in cities run by Democrats all over the country right now. Dangerous people, hurting people are let out and are treated gently by the system because we were convinced, and really it's been a number of years, but particularly starting with the BLM riots of 2020, that the system was... Uh, racist and in need of immediate and uh, widespread reform. And in this case, that reform is people who commit violent crimes need to be let out, no cash bail, 
not face long sentences, not ma- not face mandatory minim- minimums, not have prosecutors go for uh, aggressive incarceration uh, of of these individuals who are a danger to the public. That's what we face now. This is the fault of Democrats. This is happening all over the country. And again, I'm not just complaining about it to complain. They need to be held accountable for their bad ideas. The Democrat Party has a lot of people who are like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, a lot of rich white liberals who live in fancy neighborhoods where even in cities that are going through a lot of crime, you're still pretty safe because they want to feel good about themselves and don't care about what's happening in higher crime neighborhoods. They undermine law enforcement. They undermine prosecutors who are tough on crime. And they push this ideology of, see, we're the good people, so we're going to allow criminals to get off lightly. Because it doesn't affect them. That's basically what's happened all over the country with Democrats. And it's outrageous. Enough is enough. All right, no one should be m- murdered on a subway car on their way to brunch just because some lunatic who's been arrested 20 times didn't get locked up for a long period. Because why? Oh, because, you know, social justice. More on all this tomorrow, friends. Thanks for being with me. Shields high. Who is there for heroes of the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I wanna confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.